The time is 8.26 p.m. Friday the 20th of August, 2021. And this... is the Whatever with Christopher program. I mean, podcast? Hey, it can be a program, too. Let's say podcast program. Hopefully my audio is sounding okay. It's, uh, it's weirding me out a little bit today. I don't know. Let me know. Did you like that bit where I lit the match? <clears throat> Sorry. Did you like that sound? The sound of match lighting? This is a program, the podcast, where I light matches in front of a microphone. That's what happens with most of it. Let's do it one more time. It's fun. I did it yesterday a lot. I don't know. That was a short one. You don't hear quality programming like this on other podcasts. The first one. Kind of ruined the mistake a bit by talking all about it, but there you go. Anyway. Oh, I'm tired. Work week is over. It's Friday night. It's Friday night and I got a podcast to make. It's a tough one because my throat is on fire. I think I ate too many donuts. It's been one of those weeks. It's been one of those weeks where you'll do anything to keep yourself going. You just eat whatever in front of you. Whatever's already baked up. You don't make it. You just eat it. My, my zipper's interfering with my headphones. Clothes not to wear during a broadcast. So many. Okay. God, where do we start? I feel like I've got less to talk about today. It's a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. But who said podcasting was always going to be easy every day? And this program is um, really quantity over quality. I produce an hour of this every day during the weekdays. That's five hours a week, roughly. It's quantity over quality. I feel like that's what sex with a man is like. From the female's perspective. He wants it all the time, but he's not good at it. <laughs> right? He wants it all the time, but he's not good at it. Men are simple creatures. They got simple anatomy. Women have got buttons and folds and you know <laughs> let's just leave it at that do I have to strike another match in here it's getting sultry I'm sitting on my big leather chair office chair swiveling back and forth in my dark lamp lit room wondering if the audio is okay and hoping that the sounds of the city aren't permeating through the microphone, hoping that the editing I do later will screen all that out. I live in the city. It's a noisy place. Helicopters go over the house a lot. Other things happen too. Sometimes I can hear road rage from down the street. Like a city block down the street. I can hear road rage. People yelling from their cars. I don't know how that carries. In such a loud place as this. You'll just hear it. You'll just hear. Whip, whip. 
Weep. Weep. Then there'll be a delay. And you'll hear the distinct sounds of an Australian doing road rage. It sounds like a distant crow, or at least an Australian crow. Bring it on, you fucking cat. Bring it on. Get the fuck over here. What are you doing? What are you doing? Weep. <laughs> It's always followed by that. <laughs> then as you head to bed about at about one in the morning, you hear the distant sound of trains heading over their tracks. And you always think, oh, I'm too far away from the tracks to hear that, but you hear it. Who's that little one? We're talking about sounds of the night. <laughs> sounds of the night. When it down, sounds of the night. Go to bed, put your head on the pillow. What do you hear? Sounds of the night. Sounds of the night keep you up at night. Rhyming night with night. Sleep tight. Sounds of the night. That'd be a good 80s song. Good ballad. Sounds of the night don't wake up in fright. What else do you hear at night? Out here in the city. Hmm? Just cars going by. Trams. Here in Melbourne we have trams. Trolleys, as some people know them. Sort of miniature trains or buses on tracks with things going up and touching the wires up ahead, powering them. You hear sort of a whirring noise. And then you hear... You know, an electronic sounding ding. They make a ding sound, even today. It's sort of a homage to the original trolleys of, I don't know when, 80, 100 years ago, longer? I hear these trams used to be powered by steam. Steam engines would uh, spin up and they'd, they'd tow the trams along cables in straight lines. Or something like that. And then eventually they put the they put the wire overhead and the things became electric. Can you believe we've had electric cars for about as long as we've had petrol cars? Who killed the electric car? You can type that in and you can find out. I haven't actually done it before. Let's type it in. Who killed the electric car? The steam-powered giraffe. For he was jealous. That's real funny. Electric car. I can do this. This is the whatever with Christopher program. 
I don't know why I keep calling it the program. What is it called? I feel like I have to look up my own... It's called Whatever with Christopher. I'm Christopher. It, this this show has no definition at the moment. That's why it's called Whatever. Whatever! I listened to a podcast with Christopher. He was all like, and the show was called Whatever. I wonder if I can get that guy to record something. Spe- nah, he probably gets that all the time. Maybe he's on uh, Cameo, where he gives out greetings for money. Maybe I can get him on that. Who Killed the Electric Car? 2006 documentary. Hmm, but I actually want to know. I actually want to know who killed this thing. Big oil man. That's what I'd say. Oil men were rich before there was cars. Word to the wise. Maybe because there was something to sell. Maybe electricity was so efficient, no one could sell it for high dollars. You know, no one could sell it. When you, when you, when you sell a service... I don't know. Why, why are oil men always richer than telephone men? The telephone rolled out. Is it because they can't sell... A, they're not selling a thing as much. The the company that made the telephone must have made all the money. I don't I don't know. You're paying for calls, aren't you? Ah, oh, I got so many questions. All right, top documentary films. Okay. Hmm, I'm getting. Well, it looks like I'm getting kind of a kind of a synopsis of this movie here. I feel like the movie's got it right, right? I mean, it's got a high rating on something. The big oil companies. Uh, I'm an oil man. Excuse me, I'm an oil man. This is my son, P.T. Barnum, or whatever his name is. P.T., would you like a milkshake? I'm an oil man. I'm also a family man. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. What an interesting movie that was. I am a fraud and God is a superstition. (laughs) That's right, Eli. God is a superstition. And I'm an oil man. The big oil companies and their political... Oh, I forgot to set the time. How far are we in? 11 minutes? This boy can prattle. This boy is on fire! Alicia Keys has a certain level of artistry, but um, she repeats herself a lot. This boy is on fire! I know it's a girl. This girl is on fire, fire! She's just a girl and she's on fire. Yeah, no shit! Tell us something we don't know, Alicia. What's her name? I bet you didn't even think about her name, did you, Alicia? You just saw a girl on fire, and you just thought you'd repeat it to someone, because you're so boring. Was she the one who did that New York song as well? I hate that song. New York! New York, New York! (laughs) She just keeps screaming New York at you the whole time. I'm like, yeah, give me a ticket. I'll go. Got the jingle where dreams are made. Yeah, if you're a stockbroker. 
New York. I don't know. What's the rent there? Like a billion dollars for a fridge? It's a bit cold. Well, turn it off. But I keep my foods in there. Don't live in there then. But it's my house. Don't live in a fridge. Uh, the biggest apartment in the world. In New York. New York! New York! You can rent a fridge to live in! I, I hate that song. What about New York? Concrete jungle where dreams are made. Right, isn't that what the, that's the lyric is? It's dumb. Dreams are made in every city. Every single one. Otherwise, why would they be there? No matter how bad the city is, a dream can be made there. New York. They're, they're, they're living off the past, man. When it was cheap and dangerous. And the cabbies were the only one that had it made. He searches his peacoat pocket for a welcome 25 cents. And the last bent bud of a package of cants what he dreams with of a waitress with Marlboro House eyes and scrambled yellow hair. I love Tom Waits. He's the real New York, but he probably doesn't even talk like that. He's probably not even from there. He talks about Chicago. Chicago joint prohibition. And he's always talking about buttons. Buttons. My button and my nickel fell on the floor. And they mixed together. And I couldn't tell which was which. The nickels and the buttons. One's worth more than the other. The big oil companies and their political allies may hate the very idea of the electric car. But writer director Chris Payne remains an un, unabashed. Unabashed? I thought it was unabashed. No, it's unabashed. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Fan of the technology. His informative. See, this is interesting because this is before electric cars were proven viable. Although I think the cover is the original Tesla, which I remember. It was pretty fast and good. It was sort of a proof of concept, uh, an experiment at the time. Now look at him. He remains an unabashed fan of electric cars. Well, Chris Payne. Your fandom paid off because look at I bet you feel I bet you feel pretty smart now. I, I bet you got a Tesla too. I bet you enjoy it. I bet you got the fast one. Bet you did. No, I bet you did. Good for you. Good for you, Chris. His informative entertainment documentary, which makes an explicit link between carbon dioxide emissions and global warming, traces the evolution and eventual marketplace failure of the innovative vehicle. Laying the blame at the feet of General Motors. Ooh. General Motors. The more general the sounding name, the more evil it sounds. BP oil. Caltex. Anything with an X. X. Caltex oil. Sounds evil. That's commentary, okay? Laying the blame at the feet of General Motors, which eventually reclaimed the first model's lease to consumers, reclaimed the first model's lease to consumers and crushed and buried them in the Nevada desert. <laughs> oh my god, really? <laughs> we'll make sure no one ever finds these things. 
You know how much money we can make from from selling gas to people in these cars? People will go to General Motors for gas. Do you think was that what they were going for? Do you think? Do you think they were trying to own petrol stations at the motor? And I, I love how they buried them in the Nevada desert. Like, like it was like a secret technology, like it was alien technology that uh, that wouldn't be rediscovered. But maybe at the time it was, and it was hard to recreate. Maybe they had all the secrets. That's so evil. This is, you know, this is where all stories come from. All crazy old stories that sound like fiction. They come from this kind of place. A car company, which made all the other car companies in the US at the time, more or less, reclaimed the first electric cars leased to consumers, crushed them, and then buried them in the Nevada desert. Uh, A secretive wasteland, really far from Detroit, (laughs) where they might have made the cars at the time. I'm not sure. That is mental. Did they did they bury the people people that designed it too? And put their eyes out? You know? Taj Mahal style. Apathetic politicians, typical. They're all apathetic, aren't they? The passionate ones get, you know, a little little bullet to the neck. <laughs> what kind of science pistol sound do you like in movies? I'm partial to the the laser one, but there's another James Bond style, style one which kind of goes, which is also pretty cool. The guy walks in with a big long black pistol, big sanso in the end. Now look here, you can't come. You hear the the shell dropping. Ding ling ling, ding ling. Just thumping. Now look here, you can't come. I can't do it. There's too many sounds. And then he gets a phone call. Somehow on the corded phone on the wall. Is it done? It's done. Spot of bother down at MI6. They're not picking up the phones. Alright, I can't I, I could do this all day. I warn you. I'm having too much fun doing it. Moving on. Moving on. Alright. Can you tell I'm tired? Um Pain also gives voice to the car's staunch defenders. Mel Gibson among them. Oh yeah. I love electric cars. <laughs> I love electric cars. That's how good Mel Gibson sounds to me. Uh, 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 <laughs> I don't know what women want. I don't know. There's a huge explosion. And I'm flying away in my jeans. You gotta help me. I don't know what he says in his movies, but, you know, that's kind of the vibe, right? He's always sort of on the brink of madness. That's that, that's that, uh... What's the movie? Lethal Weapon? That's that Lethal Weapon energy. Carried that over. Clearly he's a bit crazy, right? Like, I think he was just uh, drawing from himself in that movie. You gotta be a bit crazy to be an actor. He explores the main factors that played in the ultimate failure of the electric car. 
to catch on with consumers, even as gas prices begin to skyrocket. In a thoughtful meditation on this increasingly important role that renewable energy plays in modern society, introduced as a means of providing an alternative to increasing oil consumption and reducing pollution in 1996, the electric car was all but forgotten memory only a decade later. But why? Hmm. What have happened to going green? Remember that? Let's go green! We've reduced our emissions by 26% this year here at the supermarket. Please buy our product. I guess there's just bigger fish to fry. People can't pay attention to more than one thing. One or two things. Donald Trump and this virus has really, uh... It's really drawn people's attention. People don't give a shit about the environment anymore. As far as I can tell. You walk into a supermarket, you just see those those open fridges, just venting frozen air into the world. Put a lid on that thing. Put a door on it. I'll open it and I'll close it again. If I want the ice cream, I'll open the door to get it. I'm not going to be like, ah, I didn't want that anyway. There's some kind of clear force field between me and my ice cream. Open fridges. That's a waste of power. It's so stupid. Uh, we want people to be able to engage with the products on a visual- SHUT UP! PUT A LIT ON THAT FRIDGE! Anyway. Put a lid on that fridge. There's a man living in it. He's paying huge amounts of rent. New York fridges. Best apartments in the world. Alright, well I've read all about that. Hmm. My throat is on fire. My throat is on fire! Fire! I don't know. I was at work today. Loading my boxes. Cog work, you know. Building shelves. Stocking up a shop. They now have music playing. for our, Supposedly for our betterment. And I haven't had the heart or the courage to tell them that I hate this top 40 shit that's just playing because pretty soon the same songs came come on over and over again i feel like i've listened to taylor swift's entire discography at this point and i'm not happy about it i don't know if there's a def if there's a def if there's a dictionary meet uh or a thesaurus entry under white pe white girl music or white people music it should be a picture of taylor swift her music is so damn white She's so white. I didn't... I, you know, sometimes I was skeptical of the concept of whiteness and being white. But then I see that and I'm like, that that's a white person. She that's that. She's just... The way she's like... <laughs> I don't know. The way the music bops and bounces around. And she's like... She's always like... Box of tissues and a handful of roses. Nice boy, stand by my car and buy me things. Yep, it's so ridiculous. And then she gets attitude for a second. I imagine her like folding her arms like really high up her chest, like she's like and wearing like a backwards baseball cap, like she's trying to be like, like appeal to the kids in like a like a eighties nineties sort of. Teach, teach the troubled youth movie. 
starring Taylor Swift. Yo, yo, yo! It's ill to learn. Shut the fuck up, Miss Swift. You ain't shit. I just don't think I'm reaching them. But I, but Julio, the way he dances, he's got a future. And Sean, he can draw. I mean, really draw. And like, it's not good. I don't know. I'm sorry if you're a fan. Her music actually is kind of inventive. I don't know who's doing the inventing because at this point, all music is like created by like 900 people at once, all adding one brushstroke to a giant painting. But of course, there are people there, you know, there's always ones that you like. At some point, one of the songs gets you. But is, is this this song again the song came on and it's just like they just keep saying i'm still into you it's a guy and a girl singing all cute with each other with a guitar or whatever they just keep saying i'm into you for like five minutes in a row and then i went to your dad's house and i was into you and I went to your mother's house and i was into you even when the sun Sets at night, I'm still into you, into, 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 into you. It's kind of like, you have have precious few minutes to fill and you're just repeating yourself over and over again. It's how I know you got nothing. That's how I know. I know I don't usually talk about what I hate on this show. But. Stuttgart. I'm getting weird texts from all over the place these days. I don't know what's going on. Um, I know I don't usually talk about it, but it, it was driving me nuts today. It's I don't know. If you work in a place that plays the top 40 every day, you're being tortured. Maybe if you really love it, then you're not. You're in heaven. But I, th- I feel like a lot of us, like more than you might think, are just being slowly eroded away. From the ear to the brain. By this. It's all the same. It's all so bland. So smoothed over. So much. So many of these songs are just really simple piano or guitar melodies. With a bit of. And a bit of. And. Is. And they just, and they're all they're all softly spoken, all of them, with their weird made-up accents. I started to want to love you. I loved myself before I lost you. And the girls are like, nah. It's always like, <laughs> it hurts. To stand inside the bozo. The bozo. Ugh. So it's, it's, it's completely jam-packed full of sentiment. But there's no real musicianship to back it up. And there's just so many of these sappy songs. Just one of them. I want to hear a dude like talking, it's like singing in a deep voice, just like, and I laid you down and you liked it. 
and then I took my arm and I wrapped it round you and I put you on my back and I ran down the street and you were laughing. Where's that gone? Now all the guys are just sort of like, they say, I love you and I respect you enough to leave you alone. Oh, he leaves her alone, so that's harder than sex it is. Oh. I don't understand. I've never understood, actually. I've never, since I was a small boy, since I was a small boy of seven or so, I've always thought the new music coming out was pretty crappy. I don't know how common that is, a young small boys, but that was me, so I, I, can't, I can't claim to be getting old and getting uncool or whatever. I don't know who those quotation fingers were for just then that I gave, but just know that I flashed them. But I'd, uh, it, it, I don't know. I guess I grew up with my parents playing Crowded House and Fleetwood Mac and Boz Skaggs and uh, I don't know, a bunch of stuff that I didn't even know about. It's Led Zeppelin. Most of it I didn't know. Uh, what was it? The Doobie Brothers? <laughs> Listen to the music. As a kid, you always like the the classic music that's the most fun sounding. I think I liked all the the fun sounding songs, the boppy ones. Whoa, whoa! Listen to the music. <laughs> you grow up and you get serious. You don't want to have fun. You don't want to party. That's the same, that that is the that is the, the the feeling in all these new songs. You're either you're either got a party, or like someone's like dying, and you've got to buy them roses and send them flowers and that's the kind of soundtrack like and I miss you and I it's so, so much it's always this ba 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 People like new music. Move on. All right, let's check my notes here. This is this is a significant tone change for the podcast. Stick with it. Trust me, it changes. All right, all right. This is what I'm going to do. Apparently, there's an app which I have. It's the Wikipedia app, and if you press a button, it just randomizes an article. Let's see what we get out of that. Hmm? 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 I think so too. Let's do it. All right. Um, explore. How do I, how do I do a random one? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Let's, uh, all right. I just gotta, I'm just gonna hit an article and then I'm going to go try and randomize it from there. I think that's how you do it. No, that's not how you do it. Well, this has been a fine segment, hasn't it? Hasn't it just... Let's keep going. Keep the ball rolling. Search. No recent searches yet. When when did I start getting bad at computers? I guess since I try to multitask, I'm trying to keep you entertained for some close approximation to it, while also trying to find... 
Oh my god, I just need I, I need this to be a call-in show so I can get people someone on the line to say, "Oh my god, you idiot, go to the left and press the button." You're an idiot. You're a freaking idiot. <laughs> Movie? Anyone? No, uh, Boogie Nights. Huh? That's right. I'm a freaking idiot. I'm really drunk. I just really want to kiss you right now. Oh my god. I'm a freaking idiot. Do you like my car? I, I got I got the car. I got the one just I got the same color as you. It's just like yours. Do you like it? Is it cool? I just I'm so drunk. I just really want to kiss you right now. I'm being stupid. I'm sorry. I'm a freaking idiot. I'm a freaking idiot. It's a great movie. What what is what, are they trying to turn Wikipedia into social media that has places history? That's I guess it's not that doesn't constitute. But how come I can't just randomize an article? I, I swear I just did this. I just did this, and now this thing looks completely different. So what's to be done? I want something done. All right, I'm scrolling to the bottom of the screen. All right, here we go. I scroll to the bottom of the the thing, and I hit. I'm gonna go. Another random article. Boom. Hit the button. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Lynn, Lynn Mouth. It is a human settlement in England. For the settlement in Devon, see Lynn Mouth. All right. This is Line Mouth. Lynnmouth. Lynnmouth. This is not Devon. This is Northumberland. Old Durham and Northumberland. Is measured up by my own hand. It was my fate from birth to make my mark upon the earth. He calls me Charlie Mason, a stargazer am I. It seems that I was born to chart the evening sky. How good's that song? We are sailing to Philadelphia. Sailing to Philadelphia. A world away from the coolie time. Who who'd have thought James Taylor and uh, Mark Knopfler could like do a duet? One guy talks like this, and the other talks like this. Maybe it's actually a match made in heaven. The little you know, a little sweet and sour. Which one's sour? You decide. Have your say. Go to whateverwithchristopher at gmail dot com and send me an email. Hurl abuse at me. Call me horrible names. Invoke Nazism. I don't care. I'll read it on the email at this point. A couple of days ago, I read Junk Mail. And it was great. I had so much fun because it was ridiculous junk mail. I wish I get I wish I could get more junk mail. I don't know how. I should just give the start giving my email out to random websites and people and see what I can get. You know what? I, I should probably email back that scammer and see what I can get going. That'd be good, wouldn't it? I feel like we should try to tie up the scammers. Waste their time. Try and get them into another line of work. Maybe... Warlord? Maybe... No. Think bigger. Uh... Parking inspector? I'm sure Africa could always use more parking inspectors. It's a big place. Northumberland. England. Three miles, five kilometers, northeast of Ashington. Close to the village of Ellington. Huh. It's right next door. Oh, I live in Ashington, but I work in Ellington. <laughs> oh, fancy that. To the northwest. It was built to... It was built close to coal mines. Oh, I don't like them, no coal mines. Lot of sudden dust. Should the wind change? I'll be washing my white sheets all over again. 
We can't have that. We don't like them coal mines, but uh, better than living in Ashington. You know, or Ellington. Horrible stink up there. The sewers aren't closed. Lynmouth and the surrounding industrial area featured in the 1985 docudrama Sea Coal. Sea Coal. In a time where coal was in the sea. It was these brave men and women that harvested the sea coal. Look out for the seal! Oh! Johnny, no! I did it for the coal, man! Stay with me, Johnny! Sea coal. Sea coalers who made a living from collecting waste coal from the beach. Oh my god, you could just you could just beach comb for coal? What a bounty. This coal's wet. Well, we're not going to burn no wet coal. You know how much steam and smoke will come up? Oh, we can dry it. Using what as a fire? More of the coal? We haven't thought about the economics of this project. We are poor, posh people, evidently. Can't you tell by our accents? And we scrape up sea coal from the beach. On Ashington. A series of photographs in the Honoré Cartier-Bresson award-winning book of Flagrante, 1988, by Chris Killip, shows the work and life of the sea coalers. More were published in 2011 in the book Sea Coal. I'm talking about sea coal, damn it! Shut this investigation down! <laughs> I stammered over that one. The village can be seen in the 2000 film Billy Elliot. <gasps> I was dancing when I was 12. I was dancing when I was old. No son of mine's gonna be a coal miner. Damn it. <laughs> no son of mine's gonna be a dancer. That's a buddy puffy thing to do. We can't have. I can't have a puffy son. Only puffy sons dance around for a living and do it well. You've got to do it sort of laboredly and unhappily like. Like what a man does. And then you've got to join me in the coal mine. Or else be banished. Relegated to, to collecting sea coal. I can't remember what accent they used in what they had in uh, Billy Elliot. I haven't seen that in a long time. Um, Lin Linmouth Cemetery doubles as Everington Cemetery. What what a thing to do. Linmouth Cemetery is nothing like Ev Everington Cemetery. It's completely different. It's on a hill and this one's on an embankment. In which Elliot's mother is buried. The colliery mm, demolished in 2005 can be seen in the scenes filmed at the cemetery. I, I, I always feel a little pr prang of sadness when I hear that a place from a movie that I watched once is different now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't see the same cafe. Oh, it was demolished. It's an Apple shop now. Apple store. The Apple shop. We sell apples, sir. It's the Apple store that sells computers. It's over there in Ellington. <laughs> Across the way, those heathens at Ellington. Not less those heathens at Buford Abbey. We can't let them get their hands on her green thumb. She's ever so good. The greater good. I love Hot Fuzz. 
<sighs> if you've never seen a movie, um, don't listen to this podcast because you wouldn't know what the hell I'm talking about half the time. To the south of the village is the former Alcan Linmouth Aluminium Smelter. Now closed. Ah, no more aluminium from England, I guess. And Linmouth Power Station. Uh, we could have used the uh, aluminium at Linmouth Power Station. Burning sea coal all day, so it really wreaks havoc on the generators, which are made of pure aluminium. Linmouth Electoral Ward stretches north along the coast of Craster, with a population at the 2011 census of 4,842. Does that mean in a head-on collision down the road, you'd lose like 11% of the population? It took out nearly half the city, that crash. Two people died. That's funny. The following people and military units have received the freedom of the parish in Linmouth. Councillor Gillian Thompson, MBE, 4th of May 2016. Mrs. Sarah Hannah, Sadie Williamson, MBE, 4 May 2016. Alderman Milburn, Irving Douglas. That's a mouthful. Alderman Milburg. Alderman Mil... Oh. Alderman Milburn, Irving Douglas, at your service, sir. 10th of May, 2017. Awarded posthumously. Oh. Notes. Chris Killip, Seacole. Seacole. <laughs> are you talking about Seacole, are you? I, I know where you can find some Seacole. Follow me. No one traverses these wars during summer. <clears throat> oh, my tum-tum made a noise. They don't know that Seacole lies just beneath the breakwaters. Too dangerous, they said, but I know it's a secret I do. Well, we got some we got some silliness out of that, didn't we? How far are we in? Forty two minutes. I really thought we might have gone for longer than that. And the first ten minutes just flew off my tongue, didn't it? Alright, now would be a good time to mention the Patreon. I know a lot of people have been checking out this podcast recently. It's pretty cool. I've, st I've been sharing it around, seeing what it gets. I've been getting some good feedback on it. That's also really cool. Granted, it's not feedback through my email, which I prefer. But I've been getting it. I've been getting some feedback. It's really put a pep in my step. But why not feed me back with money instead of words? <laughs> go, to, go to Patreon and... Type in whatever with Christopher, and the one that looks like a scam is probably mine. It's... the pictures are bad. I don't know how to make them better. It's just text that says whatever with Christopher, all cut off, all weird-like. That's how you know it's mine. It's got my sink of approval. Wink, wink. My, it's got my stink of a pimsel. Stink, shink. <laughs> same, same, flimsy. Some spinning, Stennington. Baghdad. Getting back on track. Uh, yeah. I'm looking for a pair of headphones. Let's start small. If we make enough money to buy new headphones, I will buy them. I'm not looking for the world's best pair. Definitely not looking for the world's worst pair. But the ones I use right now are borrowed. And as such, I have to give them back periodically. And they hurt my ears because they're a little too small for my big bat ears. 
big bat ears. Read it. And then we'll see where we can go from there. This is an ad-free podcast. I mean, unless you listen to free Spotify, uh, which probably slaps an ad on it, which I'm sure is very annoying. Uh, but what can you do? Use it on, You can check out this podcast on different podcast machines. Uh, for example, you can check it out on Google Podcasts, Spotify, of course, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. We've yet to be accepted by Apple. Apparently, it can take up to two business weeks for them to accept us. Oh, they just have to take a long time because they're so damn important with their people jumping off balconies to their deaths. They're busy with sad workers. We can't make the workers happy. They keep throwing themselves off on the balcony. Have you tried letting them leave the factory? You know, you know, you haven't. Have you tried paying the money? You're awful clever, aren't you? You're a clever man. I haven't thought of either of these things. It's my job, isn't it? Leader of... I'm the cruelty consultant here at Apple. Can I talk shit about Apple and still be allowed on their podcast app? This, this could spell trouble for me. Do these podcasts get reviewed? How... Do podcasts screen out... How do the podcast hosts screen out people who are trying to recruit for ISIS? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> do they actually do that? I'm running out of gas right now. Luckily, the podcast is almost over. Let's 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 change up. Let's change gears up a sec. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the by the way, by the way. I do actually have my first patron. That's right. Patron. I used it correctly. His name is, I'm just reading this. Gordy. Geordie. Yeah, yeah, G E O D I E. Geordie. Geordie's donated $5. That's way more than the one I suggested. It's a lot less than the 1000 I suggested, but it's five times what I suggested on the low end. Thank you, Geordie. You now have the honor of being the first person to support this endeavor. That's $5 towards a new set of headphones. I'm well on the way. Head in the cloud. Oh, Geordie, Geordie, Geordie. I don't know you, Geordie, but I'm, I'm thankful for you. When I imagine you, I imagine a young boy with a sparkle in his eyes and a big mop of brown hair, tangled curls. Smooth face and smoother ideals. A boy who spends his time working in the supermarket and playing vibraphone in his time time off. And then every now and again he just listens to the podcast. And he thinks, Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, Jordy. May you pay me forever. Clink. I don't know. Now let's let's make the let's let's let me see let me see where else. let's all right I'm just let's you know in in the in the in the in the banner of this podcast it states that this is an experimental podcast so let's experiment how far are we in forty seven minutes yeah we got time I'm standing up I've got the microphone I'm walking my foot has hit the edge of my bed. I'm putting my knee on my bed. I'm putting my other knee in my bed. 
I'm lying down. I'm lying onto my back. And now I'm lying down, holding a microphone over me. I was... I thought... I wondered how different the show would be if it was recorded lying on my back. And I imagined it would kind of be a cozier-sounding podcast, and I would sound a little bit... a little bit cozier, a little bit more pillow-talky. You know, kind of like... You know, you know when you call someone on the telephone and they're lying down, you can tell, because they're like... They're weirdly happy. You imagine they're just kind of smiling while while mumbling out their words. And their eyes are all closed. And they're like... And they're warm, you know? And they're like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. That's good. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm... And then it gets serious for a sec. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's a tired sound. It's a tired sound, a weary sound. It just you just automatically get there when you lie down. I don't know what I'm gonna do. You know, she's on the warpath, and you know we've had a word to her, but she just won't let up. You know, and she's the boss, so she carries a lot of weight. But anyway, I can't think about it anymore. It's too late. <laughs> That's what it's like. I made crumpets today, and they turned out really well. Is this disgusting? Am I disgusting you right now? Is this weirdly out of place for the kind of like day you're having listening to me? Is it the middle is it the morning? Is it the middle of the day? Are you driving? Are you working? Are you washing the dishes? Are you trying to get to sleep? If you're trying to get to sleep, this is ideal, but if any of those things are the case, it's just me talking weirdly sort of sensually at you. But here we are. Lying down. I'm going to keep lying down. I'm going to keep lying down until this podcast is over. I'm going to look at the ceiling. There's a lot of mold on my ceiling. I really got to do something about that, but I got to move all my stuff because you can't get the mold killer on anything. Otherwise, it bleaches it. I don't want bleached goods in my in my room. I can't bleach my assets. <laughs> She was bleaching her assets, and she she got disqualified. It's a scandal. No bleach allowed. All natural. Yeah, I've lived in this moldy ceiling room for, I don't know, two years now. I, I don't, I'm not showing any signs of succumbing to mold illnesses. I like to joke that um, that the mold spores have gotten into my body and taken root in my brain, and then I've sort of become part mold, like I've got the, a mold mind, and um, the mold in the ceiling whispers to me across the spore network, and makes me do things to spread its influence across the world. And people come to my door and I'm like, don't you think it's awfully dry in here? I think we should bring some kettles in and switch them on and close all the doors and windows. Don't you just like moisture and darkness? Take your fingernail and scratch it along the ceiling and deposit what you find in the nearest room. Please, join us. Take my hand. I know it's green, but it's good for you. Take my hand. 
spread the mold throughout the universe. Please join us. That's a copyrighted idea. You can't take that from me. I feel like it's already a, a Goosebumps book. Is that the stay out of the basement, or is that the, or is that a vine, the vine that takes control of him from the plant in the basement? Listen, when you join the Mold Collective, you become part of a greater whole. No longer will you experience the crushing loneliness of the self. Your consciousness will dissolve and embrace an eternal love by which your feeble body and mind cannot comprehend. Joining us is bliss, and leaving us, well, leaving us is futile. <laughs> join the mold. Maybe join. Maybe the mold has caused some cognitive decline over the years. That was proof, right? I don't know. I like it. <laughs> Ugh. Hopefully it's just all dead and just color. Because I, I air out my room a lot. I do. I do. What else is on the ceiling? Hmm? Old smoke alarm. It's got the battery taken out of it. I'm in a hazardous house. If you're listening to this, come save me, please. Yeah, I took the battery out of the smoke alarm because it kept going off while I was trying to sleep. Which was very disturbing to me. It's a very disturbing thing to be woken up by a smoke alarm several times. It's a bit like when you're on the edge of sleep and you're a little uncomfortable. You're a little too hot. And then you hear the unmistakable, 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 the unmistakable sound of a mouse or a, maybe a moth making its way across the floor. And you think, oh no, is that going to touch me and be weird? Is it going to nibble on me? You ever woken up and found that something been something been chewed on or eaten right by your head while you're asleep? I have. I lived a wild life, man. Everything seems rosier and more comfortable when you're lying down. This should be the show. This should be lying down with Christopher. Hey, life's full of problems, so just start lying down. Come on. Is this thing over yet? <laughs> Come on. What does it say? I can't read this thing. 54 minutes. All right, six minutes to go. Oh, boys and girls, what are we going to spend the next six minutes talking about, huh? What's it going to be? I got some good feedback on my pod racer noise when I was talking about Star Wars a couple of days ago. Meow. <laughs> All that, all that kind of stuff. That was a bad one, but just trust me, I'm really good at it. <laughs> so that was cool. That was nice. I should talk about Star Wars more. Or maybe I should stop talking about it. I haven't decided yet. Are you still listening? Would you like a bread roll? I've got three left. The sesame seeds are falling off, so, you know, don't put it in your pocket. Just eat it. Bread rolls are weird. They taste really good and they're fluffy, but... 
They're very white. They're very cakey. They turn to glue when you eat them. Pretty nice though. I like to make bread rolls. I like to make a big fluffy. That's you know that's called that's called Austrian style bread. I think it's using beer yeasts or what then became cultivated yeast to uh, make a very white and fluffy and airy bread, sweet bread, a bread that wasn't sour, like a sourdough. And now that's the basis of all bread that pretty much exists today, because it's the cheapest and easiest and least flavorful. But it's got a pleasant texture. Then then some information on bread that you didn't want. I just made a little space in your brain for that thought. What do you think you forgot? A bit of your own language? Your mother's face? Sorry. Mmm, <laughs> this is a silly one. It really is. It's the end of the week. What are you gonna do? You just gotta you just gotta chill out. Alright? Stop freaking out. You're like literally freaking out right now, you guys. Like, I mean, like, yeah. So <laughs> So Sue Buttons. I think I'm falling asleep. Time to get up again. I know I said I was going to finish the podcast lying down, but I'm a born liar. You gotta learn that about me. My name isn't even Christopher. It's Dragon Sponge. <sighs> yeah. Alright. We're back upright. We're in business mode. You can hear it. You know I'm not lying. Sorry about all the noise. But I do what I want. This is whatever. Oh, my throat's burning again. That's what I get for inverting myself! I'm gonna sleep standing up like a cow tonight. <sighs> Someone's gonna come along and tip me. And I'll be very confused. Alright, where are we at, huh? Two more minutes. Whoa. I don't know if I can talk about anything for two minutes. It's either more or less. You know, it's either 30 seconds or 10, 10 or 20 minutes. You only, you only get the, the, the clear bottles of hand sanitizer. And it's got the they got the bubbles just in there. The bubbles are just sitting in there like it's a frozen shot of a glass of water that's been stirred up or something. Do you think that's deliberate? Or do you think that's just a, a, a byproduct of the process of getting hand sanitizer into containers. Because I like it. I, I could just look at that. I kind of wish they just made art out of hand sanitizer bubbles. I appreciate them putting the bubbles in there, if they did. You know, either this has been really boring for you, or it's been really kind of kooky and weird, and hopefully kind of fascinating. Either way, this is the show today. So, uh, and I'm not one. I'm not one who. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not the kind of person at the moment who doesn't post his mistakes. And I'm not, not going to redo the show because it's going to be. It's just going to be more of this. So you got to live with it. I give you five hours of content a week. Simmer down. 
behave. Be decent. <laughs> I don't know. Look up uh, Margaret Thatcher SNL on YouTube and you'll see Fred Armisen do this great English punk voice. And at one point he just goes, Oi, be decent. It just gets me every time. That guy's so funny. Anyway, I'm out of here. If you hate this, watch another episode. There's some, there's some ones that were livelier. This has been Whatever with Christopher. I'm going to go now. Bye.